So this is the part of the show that we like to call another story. Yes. Where yeah. we tell a couple of stories. And uh, I think you've got one for us, Gary, first of all. Just just a really quick one. Um, and, and it's because we follow On The Ropes, which is obviously a boxing show. And okay. as you know, I'm a big boxing fan and I'm trying to educate you about the sweet, sweet science that is boxing. Yeah, it's not working. It's not, it's not working at all. But <laughs> see, here it goes with this story. But I think I think if you took the box out of it, it still makes sense. So there is a, a former world champion boxer, famous okay. in the eighties and nineties, late eighties, early. Called 90s. Frank Bruno. No, <laughs> but yes, he was a famous boxer, and I've also met him. But anyway, Mike Tyson. Yes, also, but this is not. <laughs> it's not clear. Henry Cooper. Uh, he was seventies, but yeah, sixties, seventies, but yeah. Muhammad Ali. Uh, he sort of went into the 80s, but he was spent. Joe Fraser. Oh, he was definitely spent by the 80s. But anyway, it was none of those people. Tyson Fury. Uh, he's definitely not in the 80s. Um, um, Lennox Lewis. No, I mean, we could we could carry this on for the next hour and a half. The, the one the who got brain damage and went into a coma. Uh, funny enough, he fought him. Okay. Yeah, exactly that one. So, so Michael Watson was a guy that he fought. The guy that I'm talking about that was world champion was a guy called Nigel Benn. Oh, yeah, Nigel Benn. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Famously had a rival with uh, Chris Eubank. Yeah, heir uh, to the Uncle Ben Rice. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, right? When I, when I, when I thought about telling you about this, I was like, what, what joke is Because he's not going to have a clue who I'm talking about. And I'm like, who, who, like, what connection is he going to make? He's gone. I just made myself laugh too much then. I thought you was going to say, oh, yeah, Nigel, Peter's, Peter's. I'm like, uh, no, that's Parker. His uncle's called Ben. It doesn't work. But no, you went with the rice. Anyway, he's got a son, okay? (laughs) What was supposed to be a two-minute story? Okay. uh, Because the reason I wanted to tell it was you has come out, or season two has come out again this Mm -hmm. week. And and anybody that's watched it, I haven't, but... Think about it this week. It came out on December the 26th. Did it? Oh, right. I don't, I don't watch it. Anyway, oh, close enough. Day. One out of two. Close enough. Why not? It's really good. Yeah. Um, no, I might do, but I just haven't got around to it. It's too much. Yeah. It's always about stalking. Now, Nigel Ben has got a son called Connor Ben. Connor He's ben. undefeated boxer. He's doing quite well for himself, yeah. working his way up divisions. And me and my... Got, <laughs> yeah, me and my other... Have you got a brother? No. No, he has not got a brother. <laughs> no, he has not. Called Uncle Ben. <laughs> Yes, yeah. Nigel thought, hmm, I know what I'll call my son. I'll call one Connor and I'll call the other one Uncle. That'll be really, really simple. So when Connor has children, his kids will be calling him Uncle Uncle. I'm glad you've tickled yourself for that. Uncle Uncle, yeah, exactly. So Uncle Uncle, uh, his brother Connor, is a professional boxer. And he... He obviously lives local to me. I don't even know if there's any point in me finishing this story. <laughs> I'm just quite off. Yeah, no, but my story is not going to have the impact that your own jokes are having on you. That's the problem. I'm going to get to it. It's going to be such an anti-climax. But, um, that's what my missus said the other night. But um, exactly. anyway, so, uh, con- so me and my other half, we play this game, like a license plate game, who can get the best. It oh, all yeah, started because yeah, yeah. I saw a Tesla with Nigel on it. Oh, yeah. Like N one GEL and yeah. we've been trying to find and I noticed a, a car that had KO Ben on it oh right okay and I was like oh KO like knockout Ben oh that sounds like Nigel Ben you know wouldn't that be good turns out it's his son Connor oh right okay it's his one 
but I live right next to a garage right, and he obviously okay. fills up in that garage all the time. So I see him constantly, like constantly. So... <laughs> I keep trying to not make rice jokes and I was he fit up on rice. <laughs> this is no, Red Bull, apparently. I've seen that guy throw about 50 Red Bull cans out in a go. Oh, okay. But anyway, so obviously he fills up in there. And every time he, 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 he comes in, like, I will I'll sort of wave at him. And you do yeah. the, if you see a boxer, yeah. you wave, then you turn your waving hand into a fist. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, like, wave, <laughs> fist, you know what I mean? Like, right, yeah, I, I get so, that. So I do it. And, and then, like, I said this to my wife, I was like, oh, I see, kind of, like, he nodded at me, waved at me, like, you know. And she was like, he probably thinks you're stalking him. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, because he always sees me, like, outside my house. And she's like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> he sees you all over Brimwood. He's like, you cannot go out of the house without seeing him. Like, and I'm like, oh, yeah. And then it... And then I remembered the other, like, I'd seen him up near uh, BT, the building in Brentwood. Yeah. I'd mm-hmm. seen him up near there. And I think, because he'd seen me a number of times, he thought, do I know him? Do you know what I mean? Like, so he went to go pull over. And the problem was, like, I'm standing on the corner. I do my wave and I do my yeah, fist Yeah, thing. exactly. And he goes, and obviously he wants to talk to me. So he turns in. But as he turns in, I think he, he's taking his road and he nearly drives him to a lamppost. Like, I mean, he misses it by millimetres. <laughs> so he suddenly swerves, nearly hits another car, obviously embarrassed. He just speeds off. But I'm thinking, oh, thank God you didn't hear because... I ain't going to be able to defend myself if you tell me I've got to pay for that damage. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. But yeah, but then I suddenly realised that like, what's going through his brain that he keeps seeing this random guy yeah, that in never a, comes up and talks to him, ever. In, a, in an Indian, in a Chinese. Yeah, except it doesn't matter where he is, I am. Always <laughs> asking for egg fried rice. <laughs> Always asking him. But yes, anyway, so that was my little, uh, I think Connor Ben might think I'm stalking him. If you're Connor Ben and you're listening... Right in. Yeah, right in. Get in contact. I'm not I'm not stalking you. Um I just I just haven't got yeah. the guts to come up and say hello. Yeah, get on our social media. We're another show twenty twenty. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Say hello, say no, Gary, I know you are. Love the show. Yeah, that that'd be nice. If you had, imagine could you imagine if when he was waving at me, yeah. he's sitting there going, I can't believe Gary Dubman knows exactly, who I am. Exactly. <laughs> he said he always, always listen, listens to it Sunday night, gets a Chinese sit there with his egg fried rice as a listen. Yeah, but he makes his own rice. Let's, yeah, let's yeah. be clear about that. He makes his oh, own yeah, rice, yeah. He doesn't order it. No, he's, he's got loads of it. There to the Uncle Ben Empire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, so if you are listening, but which to be fair, he probably looks at me and goes, that's Gary with a hair. Yeah. That's Gary with a hair. <laughs> yeah, the spider he did the other day, he had no boundaries. Had no boundaries, no boundaries. Yeah. That's my, that was supposed to be my quick story. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Go on, right, okay. so, tell us your story. So this story, it was been, it's been... Um, <laughs> Just stating him for a couple of weeks? No, this story's been requested by yeah. a fan, or yeah. a fan by one of my friends, and said, I know what story you need to tell. You need to tell the Reading story. The Reading story. Or, as I like to say, the Reading story. <laughs> I was going to say, is it a story about a time you attempted to read a book? <laughs> <laughs> that fouled. Yeah, exactly. So instead you went to Reading. No, yeah, so... Um, <coughs> so, um, when I was younger, I used yeah. to go to festivals. Went to Glastonbury Festival, the infamous one... The infamous one, infamous. <laughs> it's the same word. Infamous. Infamous, infamous. It's the same word. So what it is? Inhumans. That's what you got in the brain. Yeah, oh yeah, that's coming up later yeah, on. Yeah. But what? the infamous um, Glastonbury, where Radiohead played after they released OK Computer. It was. If you say so. It rained and it was so goddamn muddy. It was really? unbelievable. Everyone was slipping and sliding about in it. Oh wow. The only good thing about that whole thing 
was watching Radiohead play live. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that, <clears throat> that first uh, show, you know what I mean? Like, that album came out, it was amazing. I got to see him. It was the best, the best thing I'd ever seen in my life. The best concert still. Yeah. Even though everyone was trashed in mud and it was raining. Yeah. Well, I, I believe you. I, I'm not, it, it sounds like there's some true romance in your voice when you're talking about it. Exactly. Then we went to Phoenix Festival. All oh, right. And it was four days. Yeah. Because Glastonbury wasn't on that year. Mm. And uh, we watched uh, The Prodigy play three times, I think it was. Yeah. It was red hot. Yeah. It was absolutely melting. So, so you went to the Phoenix Festival and yet now you're telling that story on Phoenix FM. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah and was, so we went to Glastonbury and it did nothing but rain. Mm. We went to uh, Phoenix Festival and it did nothing but sun. Yeah. <laughs> nothing but sun. Nothing but sun, yeah. Sun the whole time. Nothing but sun. Nothing but sun the whole time. I don't understand what you're saying. What are you getting at? It's, it's the exact wording of your sentence. You're like, it did nothing but sun. Yeah, well, I don't, <laughs> that's I, not, that sentence doesn't make any sense. No, it does, yeah. Gary. You're, you're, you're just you're taking know, things out of content. Nothing but sun. It's the same. Everyone says. <laughs> so anyway, anyway. So a couple of years later, yeah. uh, we moved away. We did a few things. We come back. Mm. New circle of friends. We're going to go to Reading. Okay. Going to go to Reading Festival. Yeah. Now, Glastonbury Festival is cool because you can just do anything. You do whatever you like. You can yeah. go anywhere. Yeah. Reading Festival and Phoenix Festival have like an inside bit where the concert is. Oh, okay. Where the music plays. And you go through like a... So you've got the campsite. So it's separated. So you can't take drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to one like that. Yeah. yeah. You can't take drinks in there. Yeah. And so we're going. We're really into emo at yeah. the time. But this is in 2001. So this is the good emo. Not the... Kept my chemical romance, dyed hair, short fringe. Oh, right, okay. That's nearly goth now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before that, it was sort of like punky. It was mainly punk pop, but without being misogynistic and uh, jokes. It was like unfunny punk pop, basically. Right, okay. Yeah, it's all about yeah. emotions. It was post-hardcore, emo-core. It evolved from hardcore. Yep. But this is before my chemical romance come along and changed it. They changed the game, basically. And they're back again, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. Well, they're yeah. back again. So... Now, all the bands I wanted to see, um, uh, Gap Kids, um, Jimmy Eat World, lots of other ones were all playing this thing called the Concrete Jungle Stage. Right, okay. So, look, looking forward to this. Oh, yeah, my, I think at the driving we're playing as well. I was like, this is going to be awesome. This is going to yeah. be so good to get to see all these bands in one day. Yeah. So, wake up that day, second day, really excited. What are we going to do? We're going to walk into Reading. Yeah. We're going to go to Weatherspoons. We're going to get breakfast. Right. Because it opens at 10. So yeah. we're going to go down there, we're going to get breakfast. Yeah, right, so we do that, we go down there, yeah. we'll have breakfast, have a couple of drinks. Yeah. Going to Tesco's next door, what are we going to do? Let's get some alcohol. I look here, a litre and a half bottle of uh, Tesco's vodka, uh, yeah. £22. Right, that's it, oh. I'm having that. I'm getting a, I'm getting a hangover thinking I'm about that. I'm having that. Red Bulls, yeah, mm. 12 Red Bulls, I'm having them. Oh. Am I going to mix this? I want to drink, be drinking it on the way back. <laughs> I'll get a bottle of water. Yeah, just a cheap bottle of water, yeah. like a Volvo or something. I pour it out and I just pour the vodka and the Red Bull into this bottle, this litre and a half bottle, and I'll drink it from the litre and a half bottle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm really excited. I'm like, yes, this will do. Get blow before we go, have a couple of drinks. Yeah. Just have a walking down, yeah, start yeah. drinking it. We're walking back to the site. And uh, that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> If you could have figured that one out already, Gail. That's if you could, yeah. I was starting to laugh. I'm like, oh my god, this is this is not going anywhere. If you could have figured that one out, Gail. But when it was a mistake, you went Sainsbury's own brand vodka, leave it half at twenty two quid. I'm like, oh, yeah. For I... some reason, I decided to when I poured the vodka and the Red Bull into the. 
bottle, I decided to do it half and half. If you ever drink half and oh. half vodka Red Bull, it tastes like petrol. It really gross. <laughs> oh. sharp and strong. Yeah. I once drank uh, Skittles vodka that was just Skittles and vodka. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that, that nearly killed me. But that's it. a story for another day. You made that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it was like the Skittles were sitting inside of the vodka for half an hour to an hour, just gave it some colorization. Yeah, yeah. To get out, drank it. Yeah, that's like, what we... Pure. Gal. Yeah. We made those drinks and sold them in London. Yeah, I know, but people didn't, yeah, but, yeah, but <laughs> I, I didn't drink those ones, no, did that's I? That's <laughs> a story, that is. Yeah, that's a, that is a story and a half. But anyway, so let's go back to your story. Right, so so walking back into Reading Festival, yeah. I've drunk half this drink. It's the morning, I've had breakfast, but... Uh, I'm <laughs> Obviously not, you've just drank like... Half a bottle of... Three vodka. quarters of a litre. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and I'm, and I'm excited. So the, the excitement as well is changing and it's like... Your adrenaline's pumping. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. really, yeah. I'm like, you know what I mean? When you were at a festival as well, you didn't have much sleep the night before. Yeah, you're surviving on endorphins. Yeah exactly, is, yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm losing it, mate. I'm running around and I am just going up to people and I'm just shaking the bottle and I'm just covering people with vodka before. No. <laughs> Cheap vodka red bull. Exactly. I'm like, ah, I'm going mental, shaking it all over the place. Everyone's grabbing it off of me, and some, some person's drinking it off of me, and then oh, some geezer no. grabbed it off of me and just poured half of it on my head, and I just filled it back up again and started drinking oh. it again. As I said, oh, I was like, the excitement to get into the crowd, like the caffeine rush, everything's coming yeah, up to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Get to the, get to the, the uh, uh, campsite, getting ready. Yeah. Still drinking it. Yeah. Still. <laughs> Still drinking it. And they're like, you arrived right, now? I'm like, yeah, we're ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I do not know why. I think I can give you the reason why. No, no, I don't know. You don't know where this is going. No. I bought face paint. Right. Okay, wait, was this before the vodka or No, I bought face paint with me to the festival. Oh, okay, then I can't tell you so why. For some reason, I thought I was going to use it to paint my mate up like a panda. <laughs> don't know why. Don't know why. You only get you only get away with that if you bought it after the vodka. No, no, the no. The fact that sober Daryl decided that with me from home, I had it at home. Oh, I brought no, it with no. me. Just, yeah, okay. So I've just got this face paint. Yeah, and I've just and it's like that dry face paint that you got to put a bit of water on. So I've yeah. just started pouring the Red Bull onto it. <laughs> of course you did. Of using course. my hands and I'm just smearing my face <laughs> with it. Oh, I am just and I took my top off and I'm smearing it all down my body. And I'm going, I am the king. I am the king. <laughs> and I'm like, who wants face paint? Come on, let's go. <laughs> who wants Red Bull face paint? <laughs> You've heard of water-based paint? <laughs> well, good to Red Bull-based paint. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm like, yeah. Give your face wings. <laughs> so, yeah, so this this lasted all but 10 minutes before I just passed out. <laughs> Boom. Gone. Everyone's gone, where's Dale? We wanted to go watch this. Where is he? They'll come into the tunnels, come into the tent. Go, you're right. Like, no, no, no. Out of it. Four hours later. Oh, well, that's not the end. Four hours later, I'm up. I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, of like, course, of course. Go. I'm like, I, I woke up, I was not hangover. I was, I was like, I like bolted straight back yeah. up again. And I was yeah. just like, we're ready. What's the time? Eight o'clock, you missed everything. <laughs> <laughs> Every single band you wanted to see, you have missed. Like, you've timed it perfectly so you've missed every single... 
like you woke up half an hour later, you'd at least seen one of them. <laughs> oh, earlier, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah well, half an hour earlier. Yeah, you'd at least oh. seen one. You've seen zero of them down. Oh, mate, you actually got me crying. <laughs> oh, mate, I was not ready for that. I was not ready for that, Daryl. Oh, the thing is, I, I knew the rough outline to that story. Like, obviously, how could I be around you for this many years and not know a little bit about that? Oh, mate, I didn't know that. I did not know that you ended up missing everything. <laughs> all the bands I wanted to see, all the reasons I wanted to go for. Oh, mate. Oh, that is just too much. Oh, did you did you see anybody after this? Oh, yeah, no, I saw all the bands that night, I think. Was that the year that Marilyn Manson and Eminem played? I don't know, Daryl. I think it might have been. There was still, like, loads to see. Yeah. Yeah, I did miss. <laughs> so you didn't see Radiohead? That was a Glastonbury. Oh, that was a Glastonbury. Oh, of course, yeah. This is Reading. So, yeah, this is Reading Festival. Yeah, no, the radio. Oh, mate, didn't you like, as well, I think I heard uh, that you were like diving into people's tents and things like that, just random as... Most probably. And you were having to get thrown out. Most probably, you're walking up and going, ah! Yeah, thank, thankfully, your, your brother's six foot and, uh, you know, like, he's built like a brick house as well. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think him quickly following well, I you... I think that might have been the year that Ryan wasn't there. Oh, 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 who's, I don't know who Ryan is. Pete. I do not know. We only know Pete. Pete. We only know Pete. <laughs> not Ryan. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's ne- we're going to call him uh, Ricky. Now. Ricky, yeah, Tricky Ricky, Tricky Ricky. Yeah, yeah. That's his new name. Yeah, his so, new name's Tricky Ricky. So we're saying Tricky Ricky. We're talking about Ryan. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're talking about Pistol Pete. Oh, sorry, we're talking about. But Pistol when we Pete. say Pistol Pete, we mean Ryan. Ryan yeah. yeah, that's right. As long as we keep it up here. Yeah, exactly. So, oh. so that's how we know you're a follower or not because you know who Pistol Pete's new name is that week. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You get the in joke. Exactly. Yeah. If you come up to us and go Tricky Ricky, then we know you're. Tricky Ricky. We know you're not only a fan but somebody that is a, a constant fan. Well, look, I'm going to tell one of my drunk stories. Okay. Now, because I feel I felt a bit bad. Each week I get you to come in and give stories about... <laughs> <laughs> not stories, character assassinations. That's <laughs> what <laughs> they are. At times you have been, yeah, uh, like a, a don't try this at home kids kind of exactly, like yeah. health warning. I thought, look, I can't let you keep going down on your own. You know, I, I've got to come in. I don't drink anymore. But there's good reason I don't drink anymore because rarely would I drink and not end up with a story similar to yours. Okay. It was almost hand in hand. If I went out for a decent night's drink, I was something was going, something right, yeah, was happening. Yeah. You know, you'd that, be sick in someone's house or exactly. And I always used to wake in up in a lake. Like, I mean, yeah, no, I've been sick store? everywhere, Daryl, and uh, sick in, in, a, bars, in a cab. Yeah, sick like, in a cab. Yeah, sick in a cab. Yeah. Makes cab being sick yeah. in someone's house. You yeah. ended up in a lake at one I point. Once, uh, I don't know if I told this story with you or if I told it to somebody else. I, I, I once, my, my friend's mum, uh, I'm just going to tell you the end of this story because there's so much more to this. No, I've really got to get to, the, get to the end of that statement before I let you jump in <laughs> with any jokes. So my friend's mum had recently bought some new pebbles that she'd like marble, whatever, outside the front of her house. Me and right. him had been drunk. There's a whole story that goes with this. Get to the end of the evening. He's got bunk beds. He says, I can crash around his. I am smashed. I'm in all kinds of trouble. I jump up onto his bunk bed. The middle bit hits me in the stomach. That's it. I'm about to throw up. It's, it's got to go forward. I ain't going to be able to get down and make it to the toilet or anything like that. It's happening. Right, okay. So I crack the window open, throw up all, <laughs> all over his mum's brand new pebbles, everywhere, all up down the side of the house. Oh, but of no. course, then fall asleep and completely forget about it. I wake up in the morning. I've got like, the cover over me or whatever. Just wake up to his mum coming in. 
absolutely going mental like <laughs> who's thrown up all over what have you done I've only just bought it cost me this much money and I just sort of popped my head out for the cover and she was like oh you're right Gary would you like some breakfast <laughs> <laughs> I was like I was like, sorry about that it was me <laughs> like I think I ended up like going down with a toothbrush and trying to clean in, eat individual people or something like that I don't know I was hung over I wasn't thinking right but anyway and it was her mum's toothbrush exactly like yeah she really didn't like me after that but um, no, actually she loved me but that's a different story for a different day. Uh, the, the the story I wanted to give, because you, you last time, or one of the times, I was in, I'm losing track of time now, you said one of your greatest gifts is when you get smashed, finding your way home still. That is right. Yeah, that is not one of my greatest gifts. No? No. You, I don't, find, you find yourself in someone else's house being sick on the tummy. Normally, yeah, normally, uh, or just nowhere at all. So what had happened was I, I used to work in, in, in London in recruitment. Uh, I left home at 17, so I had to sell my soul to the devil and yeah. work in sales for a number of years just to pay the bills, keep a roof over my head. And I'd got myself into recruitment and working in the city. I don't know if it's like this now, but it was very much a kind of, air quotation marks, lads culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, always going to be in it. Yeah, and it's always you know, that old expression of work hard, play hard. What that actually means is we're going to get a bunch of young people, work them to the ground. You know exactly, I mean? and like, they're going to go out on a Friday night and uh, yeah, rinse got no themselves other, out. Yeah, exactly. And they've got no other time to do anything. I used to leave my house at like half five, six in the morning. I wouldn't come home till 10 o'clock at night. So, yeah, exactly. You know, come the weekend, you had no choice. But... Because I got, well, you did have a choice. <laughs> yeah, you did. Don't I put a gun to you anyway. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. Though. Do we have a choice? Do, I mean, if no. you work in that culture, you understand you have to go. When I was up to I was like thirty-five, <laughs> I was murder. I'd be wanting to be out all the time. Yeah, and I know. <laughs> I know. Like murder. even well past the point you should have gone home. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Yeah, That's yeah. it. Just, just I mean, I just, the punishment now that I'm feeling now with all my aches and pains is because of that. They're like, yeah, you you caned it too much. Yeah, but you've got some great stories, though. It's great oh, yeah, memories. Exactly. You know, that's what matters. That's what matters. Can't, can't take a, you know, a working knee with you when you're dead. No, you know, exactly, like. yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I obviously don't have this this very good deal with getting home. Right, okay, yeah. And I'm working out in the city. Now, I'd got into sales, and I hated forcing people to take things I didn't want. Right. So I could only sell to you, even though I was really good at it, and if I didn't have any empathy or, or any, any kind of morals, I could sell anything to anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do have morals. So I'd, I'd have to work twice as hard as anybody else because I had to find somebody that genuinely wanted yeah. what, I, what I had. Because I believed in, you know, it's harder to get that first sale than it is to get reoccurring business. So yeah. Let me find somebody where I actually add value. Yeah. It'll be easier for me in the long run. So that, that ultimately meant I got very good at it. And I was always top salesman. Wherever I went, whatever company I was in, whatever thing I was selling, I was always top sales guy, which meant I was always on the end of month, like yeah, to, you know, top sales guy lunches and all that, where you know the bosses pay for everything, the owners yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. they pay for all the drinks and the meals. You go to like Michelin star restaurant, all that sort of stuff. <clears throat> now, you can take the boy out of Basin, but you can't take the Basin out of the boy because if somebody else is paying... Yeah. You better believe I'm taking advantage. Oh yeah, of you're gonna be like. Yeah, I, I used it's to drink, like, you know, Foster's, Carlsberg, whatever it was when I was drinking. But you took me out and you're paying for it. You better believe every drink I'm having is a double grey goose. Oh yeah, oh, I, double, I double grey goose. Double, double grey goose. In London prices. At London prices. I weren't paying in the two thousands. I weren't oh, paying. Oh my god. I didn't care. I was oh, literally man. the anxiety I have over money. It was gone. <laughs> I was like this. Everywhere people. Oh, that was great radio, wasn't it? I'm doing, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the, the the wave in the cash, you know, with people in the hand. Yeah, like, I'm doing that. Bills, anyway. strippers. Yeah. So, um, so I always used to be on these, and it was my first or second one. 
right, okay. that I was on when I was in recruitment. So I think the first one I kind of got away a little bit easy, you know what I mean? Like didn't have to go to our people to sleep. But this time we were leaving at like 11 o'clock in the morning to go yeah. to this restaurant. And like everyone had cleared the diaries because nobody had made it last time. So I, I, I've got no escape this time. I've got to, to be out. And I'm only a little geezer, Daryl. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I haven't got hollow legs like you, yeah, yeah. like you used to have. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you know, I have a drink, I fill up pretty quick. You know, like oh, that. yeah. So, anyway, I'm out with them and, uh, and I get pretty sloshed. You know, and I, I, can't, I can't tell you where we'd been to this day. Okay. I have no idea. I know we started in a French like, brasserie or whatever it was, and we were eating steak. I think I must have started on probably beer when I was sitting there with wine. Oh, yeah. you know, I'm not educated on that sort of stuff. So yeah, somebody, exactly, you know. yeah. Then wherever we went off from there, I know at some point I migrated on to shorts along with a pint. But I don't know where anywhere it was I went. I right, don't okay, remember. Yeah, I don't can't. remember going anywhere. I don't, just random memories of me with drinking my hand. And I'm in Lloyd's London or some bar next to Lloyd's London or whatever it was. And I just remember my boss coming up to me going, I think you should probably go home, Gary. It's not late by this point, Daryl. I have to stress this to you. It is still light outside. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. right? And he comes over to me. And, and at first I'm like, like no, I, I'm all right. I, I can understand, like, Gary, you, you need to go home. You know, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm all right. He's like, Gary, you've been standing on your bar, at the bar, on your own now for the last 15 minutes. Everybody's been watching you try to pick up the tie you dropped. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realise that when he came over to me completely forgot about the tie I was like what tie what are you talking about so I was like obviously that's the cue and at some point my brain just clicked into gear and went he's right there's no point in arguing just go so I just put my drink down did not pick the tie up I have no idea what happened to that tie maybe somebody's got it as some memento of the evening watching me you know Mm -hmm. Probably one of the best dinners and shows they've ever had. And, um, <laughs> I watched the show and I've got a tie as well. No? Exactly. It was a lovely pink one as well. And, um, was it salmon pink or was it like bright salmon, pink? Salmon pink. Oh. Salmon pink, you know. And, uh, Taste. I like a bit of salmon. You, got, you, got, like you don't like a bit. You got, yeah, you don't like fish, but you like a bit of salmon. And uh, anyway, so I remember leaving. And right. I don't remember anything else after that. Right. For several hours. Because the next memory I have, it is dark like right, you know, yeah. it is night time oh well, you mean I thought you mean the memory was dark <laughs> no 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 it's not the sky was dark yeah. it was night time and this is it so I don't know I don't know what happened I no, got, like, I, you're missing like four hours like when as it dark do not and know this was like happened. in June as well so it was yeah. like 10 o'clock at night all, all I remember is that I had I had got I don't know I'd managed to I must have got to Liverpool Street or whatever. Right, okay. And I, I must have done some train surfing where I just kept getting on a train and getting off and getting on and getting off. And yeah. I must have done that for several hours. Until eventually, I, obviously, I must have sobered up a bit because I was clearly blind drunk at that point. Right, yeah. I had no idea where I was. I was not in control. I'm walking around London for three or four hours. I am not in control of my faculties. I've got, I've got no memory. I don't know what I did during that time. You know I mean? like, right, yeah. There's, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of movements that, that happen that get me worried because I think I've got some, yeah, that, <laughs> you know, I've got some I, gaps in my memory and like, you know, smartphones are sort of coming around about then. Yeah, so, exactly. Anyway, so I eventually ring my, my ex-wife at the time and it is amazing how I tell all these stories and it suddenly makes perfect sense why she's now the ex-wife. Right. Um, but I ring her up and I slur in my words and it's obviously she's getting quite concerned. She's like, where are you? And I'm like, ah, oh. and I'm just like, give me a landmark, give me something unique. And I'm like, oh, I'm outside of Yosushi. <laughs> 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 and she's like, what Yosushi? I'm like, 
What are you talking about? What, Yo Sushi? I'm outside of Yo Sushi. Just look for it. There's only one in London. <laughs> Honestly, not until the next day that she showed me did I believe her that there were more than one <laughs> Yo Sushi. <laughs> so I get you know, a bit... Yo Sushi, you know yeah, the one. Yeah, exactly. It's so like the food that goes around the Travelator. Exactly. There's more than one. Of, there can't be more than one of them. That's got to be really more expensive than... to put a Travelator in every single exactly, restaurant. Exactly, right? No, that's just one place. There's only one place. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You can understand my logic. Yeah, right? get it. So, it's also sushi. Why yeah. would there anyone... There's not yeah. that many people who like sushi. Who like sushi? Exactly. They kind of kind of fall to have more than one of them. Exactly. That was that was my drunk logic. And uh, anyway, so I, I don't know if I hung up the phone like in annoyance that she didn't know <laughs> where I was, or where if I was a young guy, you know, like emotions would get the better of me sometimes, especially if I was like drunk. Or oh yeah, exactly. And uh, anyway, so I, the next thing I remember, so I don't remember anything else right, yeah. like well I remember more of the evening but I don't remember anything else until the next part of the phone call I'm yeah. on mm-hmm. and there's clearly some gaps you know, yeah, like yeah. in time and the next thing I'm on the phone to my ex and she's getting really worried because I've got a bouncer threatening to beat me up <laughs> I'd gone because I, I must have rang her back or whatever and decided okay let me find somewhere else that she mm-hmm. can use as a landmark because she's trying this is pre like city mappers or google maps yeah, and all that yeah, sort of yeah. stuff so she's got to work out where i am and direct me home. yeah mm-hmm. so i obviously ran back and in my infinite wisdom i decided i know what i'll do i'll go ask this bouncer at a strip club where right. i am yeah and how i can get home so of course i go up to him and instantly he looks at me he's like first things like you ain't coming in you know what I mean? like you mm. are smashed but i'm trying to explain to him that i'm not trying to go in that i just want directions and he's probably given me the directions about <laughs> yeah, five exactly. times and nothing is going in yeah. and I'm like and, I, and, I, and all I can remember is saying to him man it's like chill the vibes there's no need for this aggression man like I'm probably quoting because I think I'm smart Big Lebowski you know like, yeah, you know, it's like this aggression will not stand man you know like and um, and all I can remember is is I don't remember really anything the bouncer was saying to me. The only thing I remember is my ex telling me, you've got to get out of there because he's going to kick your head in. Like, <laughs> he's warned you five times now. He said he has to tell you to leave one more time. He will physically make you leave. And I'm like, okay. That's the only thing I said. I don't know what he looked like. don't remember what his voice sounds yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So I eventually managed to, to, to make my way to a train station. And I must have told her what train station yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. So she tells me what one to get on. I get on the train. It was not the right train. <laughs> I didn't know this at the time. I thought I was on the right train. I thought the train I was getting on was the last stop was my stop. Even if I'd got on the right train, that wasn't the case. Right, you know, like, yeah, exactly. So I get on this train and what do you think I do? Fall asleep. I, I have a little kip, don't I? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think, exactly. well, I'm, I'm going to the end of the line. I just have a little kip. Fall asleep. Wake up. Last stop. All right, yeah, I better get up. Bang, bang, bang on the door, look around. I am the only person on the train. <laughs> but I start looking around and I'm in a bit of a haze at this point. I'm looking around, I'm like, not only am I the only person left on this train, I'm the only person at this train station. There is no, where are this sea of people getting off at the last stop? There was nobody. So I'm like looking around and I'm like, what is going on? Get off. And I'm like, where am I? Doing like, and I said to the person, like, oh, what, what's like, you know, I'm confused, what's going on? Like, I don't know where you're going, mate, but that was the last train. So, yeah, you know, where is you going? I hope it's here. Yeah. I'm like, well, where is here? And he's like, 
South End. <laughs> I said, great. I was like, so I need to be in Romford. I said, and I've just got the last train to South End. And if you've ever been to South End during the day... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you won't want to be there yeah, in the a weekend at like yeah, three o'clock in the morning. So um, I, I ended up leaving. And uh, so I, I, I'd gone out of the station and I was going to sleep on a bench. And then I think with like my last 1% battery, my ex like convinced me that sleeping yeah, exactly, on the bench yeah. outside South End Station, yeah. not, not a good idea. So it cost me like 60 quid or whatever it was to get a cab home. Really expensive. And you'd think the story ends there, Daryl. Yes, I you'd, would. You would think the story. But because, as I said, you know, we've done some character assassinations on you. I want to I do one on myself. So I get in. I don't remember getting in. I don't remember going to bed. I don't remember anything at all. Right, yeah. Right, I just get home. The next thing I remember is my ex-wife screaming at me. And I do mean screaming at me because I'm having a whiz in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> all over the dishes, all over everything. <laughs> and, and I'm trying to pull an imaginary chain in the middle. <laughs> I didn't have a chain to pull. I had one of those little flappy paddle things. Like I don't know what I was doing. So yeah, that was, that was my story uh, of getting blind drunk <laughs> in London. To and the getting point. completely lost like for four times. More than four, oh, man. I was hours. I probably left at four. I didn't get home till like three, four in the morning. Oh, no, it took me 12 hours to get home from <laughs> London to do what should have been a 45 minute journey. <laughs> I was so bad. And I, I just, because the thing is, even though it's that, that was, I don't know, best part of 10 years ago now, that story. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, and I look back to it and I just get flashes, but I just get these images of like, Different images, but then like clear gaps in time because I'm jumping where it's obvious I could not have got from one bit to another. 